Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Get up, New Zealand. It is Friday, the 21st of October. Izzy Kempe for Bricky. And we got Louis Herman Watt. We got Joe and Neeps. And we got Aroha keeping us up today. Yes, fellas. Yes, New Zealand. It is Friday, and we are heading into our long, long weekend. Joe, he's got an extra, extra long weekend. Thoroughly deserved. And, well, Louis, he always has a long weekend because he works extremely hard, is our man. As Cam knows, he knows his stuff on all things horse racing. He's up to date. And no doubt, he'll pick us a wheel winner throughout the day and a moment. Zaki Cox Plate, how good! Morning to you, messages double eight double three. We love hearing from you. We've got a tough quiz, giving you the chance to come on. Come on, Ekerahuna. Be like Ekerahuna. Come through. We want to hear from you. We know you're listening. We know you're there. Double eight double three oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Morena to you, Team Kempi. Must be cold. You're in a t-shirt. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Morena, my boy. No, I just threw on the gear I had on last night, mate. Took the took the bride out for dinner, as we do on a Thursday night, and in the dark I couldn't be bothered shuffling through my clothes, so I just whipped into the ones I had on last night, and which was a T-shirt and long pants, which I don't that often put on. So, um, yeah, mate, it's warm out there today. It's not, it's not too cold. Um, weather's been okay. A little bit of wind around lately. You know, a lot of lot of uh, a lot of shifting and windy was a windy afternoon yesterday. That was from Jim Hickey <laughs> the old weather weather update. Um, but no, I love Fridays, mate. Been an awesome week. I mean, we had some awesome people um, come on and talk. Dave Latelli got me thinking all afternoon yesterday after that corridor that we had with him uh, yesterday morning. I come up with something for off the back fence. So uh, hopefully everyone's got their heart open today because I'm going to throw a plea out there. Um, on behalf of Dave Latelli later on. And, uh, yeah, mate, looking forward to the weekend because, for me, it's a big weekend. Been working with uh, the districts, the unions, you call them, in Rugby Union, uh, and we're meeting in Rotorua tomorrow morning. 
face to face to talk about the state of the game in New Zealand. And I'll quickly put it to you, and this is fire. Uh, Nader said it and best wrapped it up that the Crown system, which is including the New Zealand Rugby League as part of Sport New Zealand, MSD, MOE, Oranga Tamariki, Health Corrections, etc., is a billion dollar industry built off the back of the misery of Māori, Pacifica and minority groups, which is what rugby league is. You know, so, yep. mate, nothing's trickling down um, and that has to stop. That just has to stop. So we're coming together this uh, Saturday to to Hui um, from the from the far north um, down to the south and, yeah, man, just getting in a room and, and doing what we do best, which is court it all and, and try and find solutions to, to look after our people in the game. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. It's an early morning start for me. I don't get to sleep in again, but um, good to catch up with the brothers tomorrow, talk about our lovely game. Obviously, a lot of World Cup talk chatter too will be in, in amongst that. Everyone will have their, their winners their winners. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Izzy, big weekend for me. Giving back, Kempi. That's what it's all about. And you're going to head away for your weekend, your time to rest up and continue your fine work, mate. Appreciate it. And Dave Latelia, well, yesterday I was having a beer at the airport on my way home and I caught up with a couple of blokes from uh, GJ Gardeners and they were like, man, we had an awesome guest today. Spoke at our conference. Got a stand innovation. Who was it? Dave Latelia. <laughs> so I said, I said, mate, crazy you said that. We had him on our show today and he had me, wow, just gave me goosebumps and, and the work that he is doing and you know, some great stories. He had a guy there, showed a lot of, um, obviously, clips and on, on the big screen and a guy that was 300 kgs, he's lost 150 kilos and he's 150 now. And uh, before then, obviously, couldn't even move, was mobile. And now he's training hard and he's looking great, bro. So he's doing some great things for our people out there that uh, are doing it tough and their bodies and minds have got away from them. And uh, so he's doing some fantastic work for sure, Kempi. And uh, yesterday was a great, and yeah, like you said, we've had an awesome week. And well, Louis come through with a nice wee uh, multi there that looks quite enticing. So I'll have a wee look at that one there, Louis. But a big weekend of racing. Um, I've got a big weekend. <laughs> you, know when the light, you know when the lights flash? I got, I got taught this really early from, from the Sheik, Sharok. You know, just because they flash on the TV doesn't mean you have to punt them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if I don't, it'll win. So I want to stop this one, so I'm going to have a go. <laughs> no. Oh. I know, Kempi, I know. Look, I'm just... Uh, Going to take it easy. I've got some awesome friends coming to stay with me this weekend and uh, really, really enjoying, uh, looking forward to spending some time with them. They've got some young, young, two young kids, so they come down and the kids are super excited. No more sleeps, Dad, I'll get when they come in at 7 o'clock to deliver the coffee. Nice. Uh, but just give you a little update of the show, lads. Former legendary trainer Stephen McKee, who trained wow, the famous Sunline with his late father, Trevor. Uh, 42 Group 1 winners, Stephen will join the show to get the fizz going for another big weekend of racing. Another big name he's trained, Mufasa. Mm, how good. Ooh, everyone knows a Mufasa. How good is that? So looking forward to having a chat to Steve out of 7. And then 7.40, we're going to talk to Kyle Jamieson. I had a chat with him on Sunday, actually, when I was at the Willows Cricket. I was meant to be playing against Otago's Boys High, but I said to my mate, I said, look, mate, my body's no good. I'll be horrible out there. So uh, I was meant to play with Kyle Jamieson. Kyle, I would have been opening the bowling. He would have been second 
second up because that's just the way it goes, Kyle. Um, I would have taken the new nut. Uh, but he obviously didn't play as well, so he was on barbecue duties with myself. And I said, well, mate, two around the barbecue is a bit cramped, so I'll, I'll leave you to it, eh, bud? So no doubt he'll give me a bit of stick at 7.40. So we'll get a wee update from him as we preview the Black Caps taking on Australia. And then after eight, earlier on, we spoke to Scott Sorensen, two-time Premiership winner with the Penrith Panthers. The Kiwis have named their squad to take on Jamaica, and uh, he's making his debut. The famous Sorensen name lives on in the black jersey and in sporting in New Zealand. How good is that name? Flying at the moment. So we spoke to him earlier. We'll play for that for you after eight. And then, well, it is Friday, so we've got Friday tipple, but plenty, plenty to debate throughout the day. Louis Herman, what? Morena to you. Morning. Morning, 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 Kimpy. Morning, is he? I'll bring some energy. Huh? More energy than that. Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. Get up. I've got plenty of time, mate. I've, uh, I've uh, still got a work. I've still got a day to go in the working week tomorrow, which is Cox Plate Day, and we're going to be on it's air. It's not work, mate. You're having fun. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. Actually, it's punting. We've got, but we're on here from one till seven thirty tomorrow. So we've got a big old go. We're going right through to the Cox Plate, and then we're going to handball it across to the cricket coverage. Black Caps Australia. Nice. Tomorrow is one of the great days because you've got Canterbury Wellington MPC going on. You've got the Cox Plate and you've got the Black Caps Australia T20 uh, World Cup opener. It is going to be a rip snorter of a sporting day. And yeah, I've I've done a bit of form, found a couple of winners I don't mind at Tarapa. I'm staying clear of the three-year-old races. I'm watching the the two best races on the card, the Soliloquy Stakes and the Sartan, because I'm just going to keep a couple of these safe, and I don't want to stake my flag in the in ground too early around Prowess and Legato, and I don't know what to do with Dynastic and Mr Mojo Rising and Sacred Satono, so I'm going to let the uh, smarter people than me work those out. But I found a couple of races around them that I don't mind, and... I've got one at odds, which Sticker will probably tell me that it's just never going to win, so I'm dreaming, but we'll let him declare that when he comes on after seven. And in the meantime, we can just talk about all of the amazing Cox Plate memories we've had. I actually, boys, I, I love this weekend. I, I went to Winx's fourth Cox Plate at Mooney Valley, and mm. it was completely different to the Everest trip I just did. It was it was more of a racing purist thing, and just people were there in, in adoration for the great mayor and... Um, Sticker obviously trained Sunline and the relationship the punters and the public had with Sunline Kempe, you can talk to that. People loved her. She was a household name, right, at the turn of the century? Oh, the, yeah. In my in my time in racing, probably the best that I've had to, um, a Kiwi horse that I've had to follow. So, you know, we often I remember watching a number of her um, races from the races in New Zealand and everyone would be, be wrapped around the TV going, come on, girl, yeah. let's get us home. Yeah. You know, had the whole nation on on her back, and Sticko and his his uh, old man were just such good people. You know that that uh, were to boot with the with with Sunline the the uh, the mayor. So yeah, fantastic um, story that one. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to Stick uh, talking to Stick this morning. He's such a good bloke. He is. Yeah, mate. He's retired. Do you, do you feel like he's? You know, you never retire. You never retire. You never really step away. You've always got one eye open over things and, you know, like... Uh, well, he still heads he's out to the stables a... most mornings. Ask him about yeah. that. He's, he still heads yeah. out there. He, he can't... He, he <laughs> of course shovel, he does. But he's just, he's just shoveling boxes. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing about... You, you, know, you know the character of a man, eh, by, 
by yep. introductions. I'll tell you one thing about Sticko. No matter where I was when I was a footballer and then went through the coaching and stuff like that, whenever we t- looked at each other, he would he would hold that conversation and walk over to me and, and shake my hand and say hello. No matter what where or where I was, you know, and that to me was just a, a, a champion uh, signature of Sticko. So even last Saturday sitting in the up at uh, the pub talking to him about the races in the good oil yeah. up at Shapiro's, he just he got up off the table, come over and sat down next to me. We had a chat, you know. It's just like, mate, he's such a good, such a good dude. Yeah, you got to pinch yourself. Like I, I really do. Him and Clado, and whenever we come in here on a Saturday afternoon, we don't have him every week because he loves playing his golf and he loves his retired life. <laughs> But whenever we do, of course he does. And the way oh, he loves his golf, and we just sit there. The way he evaluates horses, like we bounce through a field, right? And I can just go, all right. So how do you? What do you make a dynastic? What would you do with gear? Just his knowledge and his like his institutional knowledge of. I mean, this is all he did. He lived and breathed it. He was in the stables from fourteen to when he knocked off a couple well, last year at age fifty nine or whatever it was. He just. His encyclopedic knowledge of horses is incredible, so it's pretty cool to be able to chat to him each week. And it'd be good to talk to him today about tomorrow's race, the Cox Plate, mm. because I tell you what, it's it's not done. It's not done and nah. dusted for Animo. Like this, I tell you, the horse that's starting to get me going. It's not Zaki. It's not Gold Trip. I don't like the fact that Mar and Eustace are backing him up off a Caulfield Cup and it's like they didn't know where he was going this whole preparation the whole thing seems a bit disorganised and just a wee bit ad hoc and I don't like that in these elite group ones but it's Al Bodigon this import this import that Chris Waller's got because he brings these Mm. Northern Hemisphere form lines over wet tracks on wet tracks over these distances he's run behind Melbourne uh, Melbourne Cup performed horses. He's run in over two thousand meters as a two year old, as a three year old. He's won a Group One over the two, over two thousand already. And if the trend is right about maybe Australia and New Zealand coming a little bit off the bit in terms of globe, being a global power on the racing stage, and he's coming down here with some of those form lines, and he can get around the Mooney Valley, and he's a he's acclimated well. I tell you, that's the one I'm just starting to get speed wobbles on a wee bit, is the unknown quantity Ooh. in the race. Mm. Okay, okay. Damien Oliver, yep. if anyone can get it done as D.O., yep. getting the Ollie. job done. Ah, 7.50, 7.50. Louis. What's he paying a place? Come on out on 2.40 for a wee place there. Might be a good, our body might, gone. Might be a good saver bet if you've got a ticket like me on Animo at nice odds. I think I'll be having a wee saver on our body gone a place. Okay, okay. You still bright side, Kempi? 100%. 100%. Two days of racing, it tracks into the race well, I think. Loves the wet. Absolutely loves the wet. Whether or not it can handle the speed and uh, get into the right spot. I'm, I'm just hoping it falls into the right spot and they do go to the middle of the track. I think if they do that, it definitely runs it. It's, that is insane place money at four bucks. You know there's only three places, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I still think it's insane and place money for Mr. Brightside on its form in the wet because it's going to be wet. 
All right, the rain's come. The rain man's been dancing rain man's all declaring week. it. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Jim. We appreciate it. He's over here and he's doing everything at the valley. Absolutely. Mate, it's going to be a cracking day of race. Uh, what I can't a race. Wait. What can't a race. Wait. I can't wait what to just watch it. And, and we've got Kane, <laughs> Kane Jones. Sorry, has he got Kane Jones on later in the show and he's going to go through all the Kiwi breads in it? Yes. How yes, good. Jonesy. Love a little update from Jonesy. Hey, uh, just quick, I know we're going to get off and have a wee break. We're going to probably talk about it throughout the morning. But uh, big news yesterday with VE, the very elegant mm. one, ret- retiring, 11-time group winner. And it's an interesting one, isn't it, Kempi Louis? Um, I know we should, we'll probably debate a bit more, but uh, the situation with very elegant, a very elegant was sent to France to, to chase the the arc and, and some group ones over there and the owners and, wow, the kind of dysfunctional operation that was happening. Um, and I was reading a few of the comments about it. As, as horse owners, this is a question for you both is as horse owners, and you owned a champion mare like Very Elegant, would you have done the same after winning the Group 1 Melbourne Cup? Would well, we- you, knowing you've got a champion horse, and these horses want to, provide you entertainment and enjoyment but on the other side they are animals and that's a long way to go and that mare has done so much so it's, a, it's an interesting one a, one that could be debated was the decision the right one all we could do is we asked this question when it happened and i said no yeah like going back i, I just said if it was me i wouldn't and i understood why mm. the, some of the owners decided that it wasn't worth their time i just didn't think she needed to go i, I actually just thought to be blatantly honest I just didn't think there was any chance in the world she could ever win an arc. I think what you're talking about is, is when you get into a big group of owners, you're, you're playing with a lot of egos that want to, yeah. you know, have a say in what the poor horse, you know, gets to do. And then, of course, you've got the trainer that knows best. Um, yeah. And, and trying to mix and mingle everyone and keep them all on the same plane. And what was the plane. clue in this, Kempe? What was the biggest clue? Well... The <laughs> fact that Chris Waller didn't that, take her himself. That's... A, and... Like, I've got a really good relationship with my my trainer, mate, and I don't tell him anything. He yep. tells me everything. This is what we're doing, and I don't even question it because he knows best. You know, so you're just on that. Well, I think there was because we spoke um, to obviously Tim Barry's part of the ownership and about Chris Waller. He didn't want to race him, race her in the in the Melbourne Cup. Oh, fifty seven kilos. You know, against all odds, got the job done. But then the owners made the final decision and it wins the Melbourne Cup. So it's like, oh, you start, you know, second guessing yourselves. Look, it's it's interesting. Like, I just think that whatever's going on in France shouldn't dampen what Very Elegant's done. Group ones, eleven wins, nah, it, an absolute champion mare right. going to retire. And it doesn't for me. No, and my understanding nah. is too, and I listen listening to a lot of owners who have horses, is that the owners have the last say. If they say to the trainer, This is where we want to go, the trainer takes yep. them. You know, even if he even if he advises against them, so that's what he's being paid to do. Um, the the interesting one for me is is whether or not they they stay in her or they sell her. Mm. Well, they're going to breed from her. Yeah, well, well, not the conversation that I had at the pub with them. So they possibly could sell her. So that's I don't think that's a dead set. Um, lay down Bazaar, whether or not they keep her the current owners or whether or not they move her on. Well, maybe some owners will come out again like there'll be an opportunity, but the update yesterday was she's staying in the Northern Hemisphere to go see a, a Northern Hemisphere-based sire next year. So they're going to breed from her. But I, you're, I don't know if that's mm. every member of the syndicate or whether there's an opportunity to buy out. Like, there was an opportunity to buy out before she went up. And, yeah, 
Look, as you know what you mean. Like at the end of the day, owners and, and respect these people involved with very elegant, like Jamara Bloodstock, Tim Barry, um, Bray over in Australia. Like these are really, really smart horse owners. So by no means am I criticising them or questioning them their intelligence around anything equine. That's not what I'm doing. But yeah. respectfully, yeah, they might have got the call right on the Melbourne Cup. But I know who I'd listen to if it was Chris Waller or a group of owners because. There's not too many Chris Wallers in the world. Actually, there's only one Chris Waller, and his track record's pretty impeccable this far down the track. So that was where I went at the time. I thought, well, if Chris didn't want to take her, he probably knows best. And I was surprised to see her results up there. It's just, it was so hard. It was such a big task. It's like trying to climb Everest as a, it's like trying to climb Everest not in your prime, you know? Like, not in your physical yeah. prime. It just was such a mountain to climb. And, but, no, it doesn't change what I think of the mare. I think she's still a champion, nah, right? 100%. Still a champion. Yeah, that, that race with J-Max, then up five lengths, just steaming home. Oh, the perfect ride. I just got goosebumps watching it yesterday. It was so good. Yeah, good question, mate. Hey, um, I do have a can't wait question of the day, but I'm going to do it after this, and it's a little bit weird, so... Get, just prepare yourself. <laughs> it's Friday. Strap in. 23 and a bit past six. Here with Kimmel's Warehouse. Great savings every day. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.